wonderful afternoon everyone out there welcome to another live broadcast this is the voice of Isaiah Phillips Akintola on the Porter's Gate online broadcast well this is the place where we share the life the word the spirit and of course the grace and intentions of the father for this glorious day wherever you will be joining us this afternoon from I want to specially welcome you to Another time in the presence of God, another time in interacting with the Spirit of God, another time to look into the mind of God and respond to that which the Spirit of God is proclaiming and doing in this season in time. Yes, we are in a season where the Spirit of the Lord is speaking expressly to the church. These are interesting days. These are days where we are receiving direction, we are receiving clarity, we are receiving guidance we're receiving instruction the scripture says when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide us he will lead us into all truth and of course we are indeed being led of god in this new day the spirit of the lord is emphasizing and releasing new new directions and instruction to his church to his body particularly in this period in time where we are being prepared to enter into that point, that moment, that reality where we can fully carry out the intentions of God for this last day. This is the day of the Lord. And I would like to, once again, this afternoon, kind of take us further in the emphasis of the Lord for our life. The Holy Spirit has been gracious to us. We've been looking at some very important spiritual nuggets that will allow us to carry out, to function within the demand of God for this epoch. We are in a day, we are in a time where the emphasis of the Spirit is preparing us to become even more effective, more effectual, more uh, 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 um, resolute, and of course more determined in that which, amen, we have been asked to do. And of course, it all requires that we are courageous. We said there are three things that the Lord is requiring of us in this season and times. The Lord wants us to be courageous he wants us to be capacitated and of course he wants us to be competent so i'm hoping i'm praying that anyone that will be joining us this afternoon all right will also pick and learn amen of these three things that the lord is releasing into his church this is the day of the rebuilding of the church of the lord christ is building his church amen the bible says the lord will build his church and the gate of hell will not prevail all right, we've been looking at some couple of principles in the Word of God. And, uh, you know, yesterday and struck today, the Lord began to emphasize something very new, of course, new in terms of, you know, many of the things that we have been teaching, we have been emphasizing on our platform here, you know, and I felt this is God saying, look, I want you to add this aspect to what you have been talking about because we want to have we believe god to have amen a broad holistic understanding of what the lord is doing while i while i'm on that let me just quickly also chip in this uh, uh, point that i felt was just dropping my spirit there is no way we can move into amen the emphasis of the lord for this glorious day for this new day if we are still you know are, are nursing if we're still romancing 
the things that have become obsolete, the ideas, the, the patterns of life, the way of thinking and reason and the religious system, of course, that heaven has shifted away from, all right, if we're still not, not seeing those things, it will be very difficult for us to fully understand, appreciate, and of course, flow in that which the Lord, amen, is, is proclaiming. The Bible says, amen, he has removed the old that he may establish the new. That's a scripture. The Lord, amen, has removed the old. You find that in the book of Hebrews, he has removed the old, amen, that he may establish. God is establishing certain things in our life, amen, in this season in time. And I've been emphasizing on some of these things concerning, uh, 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 you know, how the Lord will have us respond. I've been looking at, amen, the idea of, amen, uh, uh, the, the two battles going on within the heart of men, particularly in the church, all right? Yes, there were many people are within the two, two order of life, two streams of life, all right? What they have believed, what they have acquired, what they have learned that have become part and parcel of their life, amen? And this new, if you will, this new thing, the Spirit of God, amen, is declaring and emphasizing as much as they can relate to it, as much as, amen, their spirit can say yes to those things but they are finding finding it very difficult amen to actually move out and embrace those things but many people are finding many christians many believers or right, many good people in the church are finding it very challenging all right to shift away to to move from the old order of life to to to, to you know to deliver themselves from the old way amen and and step into and begin to invest into that which the lord amen is proclaiming for this new day so i would like to encourage us amen to keep our heart amen on what the lord is saying because it's true that in our release of the spirit bible says let those who have the ears to hear let them hear what the lord amen is saying we've got to have the attitude amen of one that is responding to what the lord is saying that continual speakings of god that continual emphasis of the lord amen is very critical and of course one way we can do that is to always approach amen the, the word of god our prayer life amen with an openness to want to learn to want to receive something new because god can be speaking to us amen and we're trying to interpret we're trying to understand what god is saying amen via the same old mindset via the same old way when we have such understanding when we live our life in such you know limited you know a uh, uh, principle of engage engagement in terms of spiritual things it will be very hard pressed for us amen to fully come into what god amen is saying we have to believe god to grant us the grace the spirit amen of a migrant we must amen migrate into amen that which heaven is saying for this season in time so having said that let me go back to what I wanted to, you know, share earlier, you know, I felt yesterday the Lord was saying to me that you need to bring the people to the place, amen, of renewal of the covenant, renewal of the covenant. It's like the Lord was saying many people are feeling disorientated, many people are feeling confused, many people are, are feeling tired, and of course many people have not, many have not opened their hearts, amen, to this new wine, if you will. It's not like it's new, but to many of us, amen, it's new. If you have not, if you have not tasted something before, if you have not been through, amen, a path before, no matter the number of times people have transversed that era, if you're, if you're coming through that route the first time, 
everything will look new and strange to you. And I felt that's the same way many people, amen, are feeling regarding the present emphasis, the present demand of God, the, 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 the things the Lord is doing and requiring of us in this glorious day, amen, are looking new. Even though there are people who have journeyed ahead and we can track the, 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 the footpath, we can track, amen, the, you know, the, 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 the line, amen, that these men and women, amen, have, have journeyed, amen, we are not the first that would journey on this path. Of course, amen, uh, uh, the, the, the days that we're living, amen, are unique in the sense that all right, we live in a time where the, the emphasis of God, amen, is, is speaking to the nature of the challenges, the nature of, amen, the, the, the attack, the enemy that we are faced with. And that's, that's how it is in every generation, amen, that the church had existed, all right, what the Lord is saying to them, all right, may be similar to what the Lord has spoken, all right, in time past. Of course, God's word never changed, but the dynamism, amen, the, the, the form of expression, the way the Spirit of God, amen, proclaim that word to, you know, to such season is different because how we hear what God is saying to us, amen, must coronate, must deal with, must be able to answer, amen, the issues, the challenges that we are faced with, amen, within our own generation, within our own society. So I understand that we need, amen, to believe God to help us to renew, amen, our mindset. And of course, that will only begin to happen when we begin to appreciate the nature of the day that we have been brought into. I still believe that many people do not uh, do not understand and in fact they have not come to appreciate, amen, the nature of the days that we live in and of course that deals with, amen, their prophetic uh, exposure. The more we get to be exposed, amen, to God's prophetic intention, the more we get to understand, amen, the, 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 the movement of God, the emphasis of God, the demand of God, amen, for a, uh, for, for a season, for a generation, amen, it helps us to understand and how we must adjust our own life, amen, to the emphasis of God, to the demand of God, so that we are not left, amen, uh, uh, behind and of course we are not found in a, in a redundant or irrelevant place. God wants us to be effective, he wants us to be connected, he wants us to be, you know, strategic and of course he wants us to be bold, amen, in that which, amen, he's saying. So I'm praying and hoping, alright, that somebody will get to understand what the Lord is saying. All right, thank you so much, Sister Tina. I can see that you've joined. All right, welcome. All right, so I'm praying and I'm hoping that somebody will understand, amen, the nature of what the Lord, amen, is saying to us in this new day. Now, I can't speak beyond above what the Lord, amen, has written. I can only encourage and empower and build us to the degree, amen, of what, amen, has been written in the word of God. And we want to labor, we want to labor, amen, in the word of God. You see, when I when I read the scripture, I always read with you know this understanding, this you know a, a perspective that I mean the, the people who have journeyed ahead of us, amen, they all read the same scripture. The people that we read it about and their lives sometimes motivate us. They all read the same scripture, all right? You see, it is the attitude to which, amen, we, 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 we connect with the things of God, with the word of God, amen, that separates us, that makes us different, all right? You know, a, 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 man, a man of God that have moved great things, that have done great things, a woman of God that have moved heaven and earth, all right? 
all build their life. They all build their life on the word of God. So our attitude to God's word, amen, must, must coronate, amen, to the nature of the day that we live in. I, I cannot overemphasize this. All right? Attitude would define and determine our altitude, amen. How far we're going to go in the things of the spirit, amen, would define the kind of attitude to, to which, amen, we are, we, we, are, we are connecting, we are, you know, engaging, we are responding. You know, David, David is, a, is a man who had, amen, he, he had a good attitude. He, he understands what it means, amen, to connect with the things of God. David said, once God has spoken, twice, that word twice, amen, speaks, amen, of the, the, the attitude of responding. Let me say this. If we're going to see God move in our day, I hope and I'm praying that you are believing God for a move of God in our time. Because when you look at the nature, the thickness of darkness, amen, that is pervading, that is, con that is covering society today, you cannot but to wake up, amen, and cry out to God. If you're not crying out to God, if your heart is not yearning, if you're not seeking, if you're not, you know, engaging heaven in this season and time, it means something is wrong with you or it means that you, you yourself, you are captured by the darkness. And I tell you, darkness wants to capture and is capture, capturing men today. All right. And I'm talking about very religious people, people who are in the church, people who are supposed to be, you know, uh, you know, mature in the things of the spirit, quote and unquote. All right. Darkness, you see, when darkness captures our heart, the first thing we see, all right, is that we become you know, uh, uh, um, redundant about the things of God. We, we become nonchalanting. You know, we develop this nonchalant attitude. We become, you know, I, I, I don't I don't care, I don't bother. I, or, or I just want my own thing. I just want to get my own blessing. And that's it. When your heart is no longer burdened about the ways of God, about the desires of God, if you are not pressing, if you are not seeking, if you are not yearning, all right, if you are not spending that, that time, amen, of your break somewhere in the toilet praying and say, God, do something in our day. I'm telling you, nothing is is going to happen. A generation is going to come and go. And of course, the enemy will continue to pervade the earth with darkness. The Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come. Your light has come. It means that they were not aware that their light, amen, had come. That's why, amen, they, they, they sat in darkness. God says, arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. The light precedes the glory. Those who are not walking in the light cannot partake, cannot share, cannot amen, enter into that glory realm. All right? But beyond all of this, I want to, I want to bring you to the point, to the place where all right, we, are, we are in. All right? We've been looking at you know, the, 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 the scripture. We've been dealing with the concept amen, of the spirit amen, of, of, of the apostolic. All right? And the Lord amen, has been engaging our hearts that we need to go back amen, to the book of Acts of the Apostle. And it's amazing the things the Lord is opening my eyes to see. I, I realize, okay, remember we began to talk about amen, engaging the, 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 the nature of the kingdom of God. All right, We've been talking about that. And of course, preaching or teaching about the kingdom is not new to us on this platform. But I felt that we need to do that as a curriculum that will help the people that are listening, that will be listening, amen, to understand that they there is a present demand. There is a present emphasis of the spirit. There is a now word, amen, that is required of us that we need to listen to, we need to hear, all right, in order to be able to, you know, develop the, the, the spirit, the grace, amen, that is required of us to, you know, to, to be effective in that which is demanded for this new day. All right. Thank you, my dear brother, uh, uh, Joanne Brown. Thank you for connecting. Also, I see you. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. So we've been talking about this for a while. All right. And this is important. We, now, now, what we're dealing with, all right, is that we want to usher in a move. 
We want to usher in. The Lord had promised that he's going to pour out his spirit, amen, upon our flesh. All right? The Lord had promised that in the last day he will pour out himself. So when we say the Lord, the Lord is pouring out his spirit, of course we're talking about the Lord pouring out himself, his spirit, amen. God's spirit is himself, amen. We are spirit beings. So if, if my spirit is dead, I'm as good as dead. So when, when my spirit is alive, every every aspect of my life amen becomes living amen so when god says i will pour out my spirit what god is directly saying or indirectly saying is i'm going to pour out my nature i'm going to pour out amen so when when we are praying or when we are seeking the outpouring of the spirit we should not have this idea or this limited mindset of well when god pour his spirit you know the dead person will rise or healing will take place deliverance will take place prosperity will take place yes all of those things will happen but beyond that the outpouring of the spirit is that people will begin to amen align into amen their ordained destiny this when the, when the spirit of god is poured out amen the intention the prophetic intentions of god amen for that man for that woman amen for that you know uh, 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 you know uh, uh, house of representative man for that you know uh, uh, you know woman amen in in the hospital for that you know lawyer for that you know doctor amen for i mean when there is an outpouring of the spirit of god people cannot but to be empowered amen awaken amen that's what happens that is what i'm saying when i say we are in a day where there's a revival a revival i mean awakens the spirit of people amen to locate and to you know to connect to amen god's intention for their life when there's a revival people like the prodigal son will begin to wake up and begin to say i want to go back to my father amen i want to say to my father i've seen again you see the outpouring of the spirit will will unleash the spirit of revival of course beyond revival there will be a release amen of the spirit of reformation beyond the spirit of reformation there will be a release of the spirit of transformation you see all of these things that we we talk about they are mere words if there is no outpouring if there is no release but guess what as much as the lord has promised amen a release of his spirit it doesn't just happen no, we have to make a demand. The Bible says we have to seek. The Bible says we have to knock. The Bible says, amen, we have to make demand. If we don't do that, amen, if we're not the kind of believers, amen, who are willing to hold on and to and to make demand and petition heaven regarding, amen, what the Lord, amen, has, has proclaimed and has declared concerning our day, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. If, if we're not making demand, if we're not seeking, amen, if we're not pursuing, if there are no quests in our hearts, if there, if, there are no, if there are no men and women, amen, engaging, amen, the gate of heaven and say, Lord, this is what you promised in your word. We are that generation. There has to be that generation, like, like I've been referring to, a generation of Simeon, a generation of Anna, a generation of Esther, a generation of Daniel, all right? a, a generation of David. These are individuals that we must, we must imbibe their spirit. We must imbibe, amen, their, their nature, their character, their attitude, amen, for us to see God move in our day in the days where or certain power certain you know you know kingdoms are rising amen and they are infesting the in in the world amen with corona and all kinds of craziness going on if we are not rising up if we're not making demand if when if we're not taking our place our position amen as a portal if we're not engaging amen heaven amen as intercessors amen if we're not knocking if we're not seeking I'm telling you nothing is gonna happen amen things are just gonna continue and you will hear that saying, amen, since the father fell asleep, things have been the same. That's what they said. 
They say since the father has fell asleep, things have been the same. But God is looking for an awakened generation. You see, an awakened generation is a is a generation that has been revived. When you are when you are revived, your spiritual faculty, amen, come back to life. That is what revival means. Before we get carried away with with you know with with with, with words and rhetorics, amen, and phrases. All right. Today, when among the among the reformational community, when you hear revival, they throw it away. They don't know we we don't want revival. We want reformation. But wait a minute, you've got to understand amen that words cannot deceive us we cannot allow words to deceive us we need to be revived if you're not praying effectively amen if your prayer life is ground zero if your word life amen is almost zero amen if you're not questioning if you're not fasting if you're not if you're not meditating hallelujah if, if you find it difficult amen to love your brother to love your sister if you find it difficult to give if you find it difficult to to share all right come on you need a revival because it's from there that you're able amen to be used a person that is not revived, a man or woman that is not revived, cannot be used, amen, uh, uh, you know, in the grace, in the ministry of reformation or transformation, not to talk of, you know, restoring the church back. Are you getting the point? We have to understand the progression of the things of God. And so my heart, amen, as a reformer is crying and is seeking, amen, a way out of the dromedary of the, of, of the quagmire we have found ourselves. I can say this because I've been tracking the move of God since the 90s. I've been tracking, I've been following amen i know when the church amen kind of take a nose dive where we take a detour amen off of the track amen and now god is saying i want you to realign amen and i know i'm not the only one the spirit of god is staring all right i want you to i want you to i want you to realign amen the heart of my church back amen we have to do this because amen if we don't do this then our generation is doomed and so in all of this, the Spirit of the Lord began to speak to us that you need to go back to the blueprint. What is the blueprint? The book of Acts. I mean, this is not the first time I've been, I've been doing a series of teaching on the book of Acts. But there's something different about what the Lord is emphasizing. And this afternoon, just, I mean, I, I was out and I came back, you know, trying to get myself, you know, rest and do one or two things. And then the Lord began to emphasize this, this word again in my spirit. These are the days of the feast. Uh, you know, I could remember back in the in the mid nineties, I used to do a lot of teaching, amen, on on the feast and the, the the feast and the tabernacle, you know, types and shadow. I used to do all of that, and suddenly the Lord, you know, yesterday the Lord spoke to me about covenant. You need to bring my people back to the place of covenant. Many, amen, are redundant. Many have have lost sight. Many are weak. Many are tired. All right. Many, many, many have become disillusioned. All right. And when you begin to find all of that happening, what you need, amen, is a renewal of the covenant. When you begin to find your heart no longer seeking, no longer pursuing, no longer yearning after the things of God, what you need, amen, is to be brought to the place of the renewal of the covenant, one. Or you need to be brought to the place, amen, of, you know, of circumcision. Your heart needs to be circumcised again. So yesterday the Lord said to me, my people need to come back to the place of the renewal of the covenant. When the covenant is renewed, there's a freshness, amen, to engaging to the, the things of the spirit. There is a freshness, amen, that comes into your space, that comes into your life, amen, in regarding the things God has spoken. When there's a renewal of the covenant, suddenly the vision that you thought is dead, amen, is, 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 is given life again, hallelujah. That which you think you, 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 you've forgotten and you're, you're not going to engage again, suddenly, hallelujah, the life of God comes back to you, amen. Amen. And you find yourself once again engaging that thing. So we believe in God, amen, for the place of the renewal of the covenant. And as I was thinking about that, the Lord said to me, do you know that that is what I did in Acts chapter 1 when I brought the people together? 
He said, that is the place where I began to establish my covenant, amen, with the new generation that I was about to use. And the Lord was using that, amen, to, to speak to me in regards to what was actually going on in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. Remember, in the, in the life of the children of Israel, all right, they've got three major feasts. They've got three major feasts. They've got, they've got the feast of, you know, Pentecost, excuse me, feast of Passover, then they've got the feast of Pentecost, and then they have the feast of Tabernacle. The Feast of Tabernacle, the Feast of the Ingathering. These are three major feasts. And the Lord began to open my eyes that if you read the book of Acts, you will find these three feasts there. Amen. And I'm like, Lord, what are you saying? He said, it's there. Go read it again. Go read Acts chapter 1. You will find it. You will find those feasts. Amen. From Acts chapter 1, amen, all the way to chapter 2, chapter 3, you will find the feast. In chapter 1, amen, there was there was a called out. Amen. That was, if you will, that was a, a kind of, you know, a, 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 you know, a, 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 you know, not just Pentecost right now, but that was, you know, a, a, you know, a calling out of, of bondage, amen, a calling out of religion, amen, just like the Lord called the children of Israel out of Egypt, all right, there was a calling out out of tradition, out of the old mindset, out of the old way, all right, so if you will, that is a feast, amen, of, of you know, of, of Passover, if you will, that's a feast of Passover. You know, you've passed over tradition and religion. There were two order of people amen, in Jerusalem in that day. Like I said, you know, you know, in the feast of in the feast of uh, Pentecost, right? The, the, the word is that every male, amen, must gather in Jerusalem. Everyone, amen, that that connects, that relates, amen, to the nation of Israel, regardless of where you are, you must make that program. You must come to Jerusalem to feast. I mean, it's amazing that God planned His move, the next move, amen, within amen a tradition tradition amen that had been there for the past 2000 years and god is using this to speak to us that within amen all of the things that are happening in the tradition of men the, you know uh, within the church that there is another feast amen that there is another gathering that there is another proclamation there's another voice amen there is another feast of trumpet that we've got to understand amen and we've been talking about that amen that you know while people are coming to jerusalem there is a, a there's another group of people the bible say 120 people amen who were streaming up, amen, to the mountain of the Lord in the place called the upper room. That upper room was a type, amen, of the mountain of the Lord. They were going there and they were gathering there. You see, they had a oneness of heart. They had, amen, one purpose, one, you know, one desire, amen, one expectation, amen. Their hearts were all connected. They were pulsating. These were people from different, you know, uh, uh, dimension of life, but they were gathering to, amen, the place called the upper room. So, in, 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 in the understanding of what we're talking about right now i want you to i want you to take your mind off amen the idea of what you know about you know uh, uh, uh you know the, the the feast of you know uh, uh pentecost because if you if you allow your mind to judge what we're saying right now what the spirit of the lord is emphasizing right now based on how amen you know the the, the, the feast of pa you know passover and Pe pentecost have been preached you will be locked in in fact you will try to interpret what god is saying right now amen with that same old mindset and you will not benefit and so I, I, I really want you, amen, to lose your mind and your spirit and say, Lord, I want to understand what you're saying. Because, amen, the, the book of Acts of the Apostle lays for us a foundation, amen. Listen to this. Lays for us a foundation how to engage, amen, the Gentile nation. This is what the Spirit of the Lord dropped in my heart. 
The book of Acts of the Apostle lays for us, remember, how you engage, how you interpret, how you connect, amen, with your Jewish community, amen. Listen, God is taking the gospel, amen, beyond the Jewish race, beyond the Jewish, you know, geographical boundary right now, amen. He's taking it to the ends of the earth and he's preparing a people, amen, who will be effective, amen, in preaching, in teaching, amen. Remember, this was a challenge, all right, between, you know, between Paul, amen, and Peter, got to understand that the dynamism amen of taking the gospel to the ends of the world taking the gospel amen to the to you know to the gentle world amen requires listen to this beyond salvation it requires that we be endued with power from an eye it requires that amen we be baptized amen with the cloven tongue of fire all of this, amen, are not just symbolism, amen. They represent a dimension of capacity. They represent a dimension, amen, of grace and skill that we have to have. It is like the Lord is saying, I want to I want to open your eyes to something fresh, to something new regarding, amen, the concept of preparation. Because what the Lord is doing right now is uh, is preparing a people, amen, who will engage the end time field, the end time harvest. There's an harvest that is coming. But friends, if we don't know, if we have not been taught how to engage this field, we will lose the crops. If we don't know, if we have not been prepared, if the word of the Lord has not come to us like the word of the Lord came to Peter, now launch to the deep. If we don't know how to, amen, how to, how to fish in deep sea, amen, to catch big fish, amen, we are going to miss the harvest. Are you seeing the coronation? Are you understanding, amen, the emphasis of the spirit? I know you were good in time past. I know you understand, amen, what ministry is, amen. But guess what? This day requires that we take the gospel, amen, and this gospel called the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. In fact, the scripture says we must go and decide disciple the nations for us to be able to do that it says we need to first of all tarry in jerusalem and i was explaining what that means you know a few days ago amen that jerusalem is is, is is such a unique place jerusalem has all kinds of you know diversification all kinds of dynamism in jerusalem you'll be spat upon jesus said behold we go to jerusalem all right and they will hand me over to the gentiles all right, they will hand me over to the Gentiles. In Jerusalem, you will be crucified. In Jerusalem, you will be killed. But Jerusalem is also the place, amen, of the batting of the kings. The Jerusalem is the place where David was born. Jerusalem is the place where the things of God are ashed. But it's the place where we also get to be persecuted. It's a place where we get, amen, to be ostracized. It's a place where we get to, amen, you know, uh, 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 you know, even sometimes they, they, they force us to pay, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, taxes to Caesar because there is a there is a ruler, there's a government, amen, that that you know that has besieged Jerusalem. Jesus stood, amen, at the gate of Jerusalem and wept because the people in Jerusalem, all right, had, had been captured by a different spirit, by you know, by a religious spirit. To the fact that they cannot see what the enemy is just about to do to them. And Jesus wept. So there are dynamism. All of the things that we read about in Jerusalem must become amen, a, a, a pointer to how we need to prepare ourselves. All right? In Jerusalem, men will hail you. But in Jerusalem, amen, you will also be given over to be crucified. 
So we have to understand all these dynamics. He said to them, tarry in Jerusalem, not in Judea, not in, not in, not in Bethlehem, <laughs> not in Samaria. He said, tarry, wait in Jerusalem. So how to wait in Jerusalem also, amen, is a principle that we have to, we have to understand. We have to locate the place called the upper room, all right? A place that cannot be accessed except by those, amen, who have been summoned by the Spirit, except for those, hallelujah, who have been captured by the Spirit, amen, who the Lord, amen, had whispered to them, amen. We have to find that place called the upper room. Why is it called an upper room? Because it's the place of divine elevation. It's a place where, amen, ascended revelation is imprinted within the life, within the heart, amen, of mortal man. It's a place of interaction. It's a place where, amen, each individual who have heard the voice of God, amen, will flow into is a place, amen, of the confluence of men of like heart and like mind. I said it is a place of divine confluence of men of like heart, like mind, like passion. You, you will discover that there will be some Jerusalem, amen, that will be springing off, amen, is springing out in all you know corners of you know of the earth all right that dimension of jerusalem because this we're not just talking about the physical jerusalem no we're talking about the place where god births his things we're talking about the place where god says wait there is a place where we wait in that place of waiting we will learn instruction we will learn grace we will learn skill in that place of waiting amen we will learn amen the the, the, the impartation we will learn amen the dynamism of the spirit we will learn amen how to submit to one another hallelujah you know 120 people with different nature and character amen all converging to the place of unity all converging to the place of oneness all coming together you see the, the, the careless of you know you're a you're a man you're a woman or no, you're from you know god knows you know uh, uh you know the church no 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 it, 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 they all had an understanding why they're coming to jerusalem they all knew hallelujah that jerusalem amen and the upper room is the place where they must meet where they must gather hallelujah then they all knew that amen the holy spirit is not going to fall in any other place but in the upper room have you noticed that the holy spirit did not fall amen in the in the temple but the spirit of god came down in Jerusalem, but only fell, amen, only came to a place called the upper room. I mean, when God comes, you will expect God, amen, to, you know, to fill the entire, I mean, imagine God coming to Cape Town. You will expect all of Cape Town, hallelujah, to fill the power. We're praying God to come to South Africa. You will expect God, amen, to move in the entire, no, 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 the things of God doesn't happen like that, amen. The things of God have a place of beginning, have a place of starting, amen. And as men move with that, with that glory, with that power that they have been, they have been filled with, amen, they carry it into the world. Have you noticed that when people came out of amen, the upper room, amen, somebody that was once timid by the name Peter, when he came out from the upper room, he became bold, amen. He became someone, amen, who could speak, who could, who could interpret, amen, what was going on. They said, this woman must be wrong, must be drunk. Peter said, how can we be drunk, amen, at this ninth hour of the day? This is that that has been prophesied. This is what happens when we locate the upper room. When we locate, have you noticed that the upper room is not just a place where they pray, it's a place of unity. Unity in diversity is a place, hallelujah, where we where we receive the technology of the spirit. Is a place, amen, where we understand and tolerate each other. Is a place where the things of God, amen, are cemented, amen, in the heart and in the life of me. Is a place of the waiting. We have a reason for waiting. We have a reason for coming together. You see, if we don't know why, amen, the Lord is bringing us together, we will trivialize it. 
We will trip. You know, one thing about human being is that once you begin to, you know, you know, I get close to people, you know, after a while, you begin to lose the, the, the flavor, the savour of that relationship. People, people start taking themselves for granted. All right. That is that is something I found out amen, about the fallen amen, Adamic nature, even in the church. The moment, that's why some men of God, they will hide themselves, you know. They hide themselves, not because they want to hide themselves, but because they want to make themselves feel scarce. <laughs> they say, make it, you know, if, if the people, if you don't, if the people don't, you know, feel your scarcity, they won't, they won't appreciate you. That sounds right, but that is a worldly concept of thinking. We have to know how to engage daily, amen, and still, amen, honor and value each other. And still value the grace each other carry. And still value, amen, the world that each other, amen, is bringing. We have to develop that attitude. These are things we have to build. That whenever you see, amen, Sally, you see, amen, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pretorius, you see, you know, uh, uh, Jude, or you see Timothy, or you see Isaiah, or Jeremiah, amen, or you see Abigail, or you see Elizabeth, amen. The way you honor them, the very first day you saw them must be the same way you continue to honor them that you must never at a point amen begin to reduce amen or take for granted amen the grace of god in the life of your sister that is where amen the upper room uh, you know uh, uh, or rather that is what the upper room teaches us because if they are if their relationship their understanding amen their sense of connectivity had reduced listen to this nothing would have happened the bible says when the day of pentecost had fully come so it's a progression, it's a migration, amen, it's a coming together of something. And I feel that the Lord, amen, really wants us to understand this spiritual dynamism because we are going to need it. We must move away from how we understand church. We must move away from how we interact, amen, with the things of God. We must move away from how we understand. The Bible says we used to know Christ. In the flesh. He said, but henceforth know ye no man after the flesh. If you try to know your brother, amen, in the flesh, you hinder what God, amen, is going to do through your brother or through your life, amen. You hinder the corporate anointing and the corporate giftings of God, amen. I'm talking about, amen, the spirit, amen, of the apostolic. That is what was established, amen, in Acts chapter 1. Before that, we saw that Jesus, amen, had taught them for 40 days, Amen. The principles of the kingdom. I believe Jesus was teaching them the things that they need to know corporately and individually. He was teaching them, amen, how to live life, how to build longevity, amen, with one another in the place of, of prayer, in the place of intercession, amen, in the place of meditation, in the place of service, in the place of serving each other, amen. He taught them for 40 days. He was teaching them, amen, the ways of the kingdom. The ways of the kingdom is not about going to a place. It's about a lifestyle. <laughs> Let me repeat what I've just said. The ways of the kingdom is not just about going to a place. Remember, we're not going to the kingdom. The kingdom is coming. <laughs> the kingdom is coming. The Bible says repent for the kingdom of God amen, is coming near you. You see? That's the, that's the attitude. So how we prepare for what is coming, amen, will define and determine how we are going to house, amen, what has come and how we are going to unleash that into society. Powerful. How we are going to unleash that into society. If we don't have this understanding, then we're just wa wasting our time. We're waiting in vain. 
We are waiting in vain. We have to believe God to give us the spiritual technology of divine connectivity, of divine relationship, of learning to honor each other, of learning to discern and appreciate each other's grace, love, mercy. Amen. Must kiss each other in the place, amen, of the act. You see, what happened in Act chapter 1 lays a foundation for the for, for the rest of the activity we read. Act, act the act of the of the spirit begins from amen act chapter 3, not act chapter 1. The act of the apostle begins from Act chapter 3. Amen. Yes. Because in Act chapter 3, you begin to see, amen, the activity of the spirit. But Act chapter 1 and chapter 2, amen, lays the foundation. So if we don't get Act chapter 1, Act chapter 2, if we don't get that right individually, <laughs> we will never enter into that day where the Bible says, one day Peter and John, amen, were going to the temple at the time of prayer. The Bible says at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon, now a man crippled, amen, from birth. At the gate called, you know, uh, uh, beautiful, where where he was put, you know, daily and beg from those going into the temple court. The Bible says when he saw Peter and John, amen, about to enter, he asked them for money. I want you to, this is the very first act. This is the very first act of the spirit. This is the very first act, amen, of the spirit of God indwelling this man who have invested, amen, their time in waiting, amen, upon the spirit of God, amen, in Act chapter 1. This is the very first act that we saw. The Bible says a day came when Peter, amen, and John were going to the temple, amen, in, in about 3 o'clock in the afternoon to pray. The Bible says now a man was crippled. You, you will notice the very first the very first miracle that was carried out, amen, through the Spirit of God in this men and women, amen, that have been baptized earlier by, by the infilling of the Holy Spirit, amen, was to give amen, a crippled man mobility. Karabashayanda. Mobility was the very first amen, miracle given. Hallelujah. That's to tell us that God does not want his church, amen, to be, to be demobilized. God does not want creation to be demobilized. This man paralyzed for 38 years at the gate called beautiful. I mean, this man could see beauty, but he could not experience it. And that's a dimension of life. That's a dimension of life. What a state of injustice that you can smell, you can see beauty, but you cannot experience it. A crippled man was there. But before we get to this act, we have to understand the act. Before we, before we, we, we jump into the act, we have to understand the heart that has been given to this man. You see, the condition of the heart will define the act that is carried out, that will be dramatized, that will be revealed. And I hope you get this clear. Because if you don't get this clear, friends, we are only wasting our time. A generation must mirror. A generation must, must, must incarnate this dimension of life. This is no words. So that's why when we say things and it seems as if our words sometimes, you know, you know, feel or sound a bit harsh and difficult or, or, or you know, or, or, or unchallenging. Please bear with me. It seems as if we're challenging. No, we're not challenging you. We're only raising the bar and the standard. 
Because when we have people who, who are not living the life, all right, they just want the message, then we have to make a demand. We have to make a demand. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus, when he appeared, I'm going back to verse 1, excuse me, chapter 1 of Acts. The Bible says he taught the, the, you know, the disciple about issues of the kingdom. On one occasion, verse 4, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem. There are a lot of things we have to settle in Jerusalem. <laughs> Do not leave Jerusalem. I, I know you, you, <laughs> you're feeling itchy. You want to go. Let me go. <laughs> I'm hearing this. Uh -uh, before you go, wait. Wait in Jerusalem. You have to understand the dynamism of Jerusalem. Your place of birth. You have to conquer that place. Don't leave Jerusalem um, and wait amen, for the gift of God. For the gift of the, of, of, of the Father's promise. Which he promised by the Spirit. For John baptized amen, with water. But in few days to come, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The few days to come, amen... Was the 49th day. Was the 49th day. Amen. Of the feast. Of you know Pentecost. But the 50th day. Once the 50th day came earlier. That was the beginning of a new day. The 50th. Amen. Of the, of the day of Pentecost. Was the beginning of a new day. Amen. Pentecost means 50. But the, the, but the feast itself, amen, ends on the 49th day. So the 50th day is the beginning, if you will, is the, is the starting point of newness. I told you, while amen, people were coming as it was formally, you know, uh, decreed and proclaimed that every, every male must come to Jerusalem for the, peace of, uh, excuse me, for the feast of Pentecost. People were still obeying that. But they don't know that there's a, there's a different sound. Another proclamation has been announced in the spirit, but they couldn't hear. So while a group was going to, you know, feast, another group was going to the feast of the Lord. Amen. They were going to the feast of the Lord. Are you picking this? You can be in the city, amen, and, and certain people are going to a place where they can hear the present voice of God while others are still going to the hocus pocus. They're still going to the mysterious nonsense. They're still feeding on the old. The old that the Lord, yes, you said, but God told us, yes, that was yesterday. That was two days ago. That was two, two, two years ago. That was, amen, you know, 200 years ago. He said that. But today, amen, he's saying something different. Why? Because, amen, he has shifted from, he had finished what he said two, 200 years ago. And a new chapter has been opened, but you can't hear, you can't see it. Men were going to offer sacrifice. Another feast was being demanded. So when the Bible says, when the day of Pentecost, chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost, amen, came, they were all together in one place and suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Not where it came from. And filled the whole house. We've dealt with that. It filled the house. It didn't fill the church. They were the church. It filled the house. 
God wants to begin to move within houses. He wants to move within houses. Houses means amen, that people are open. People are free. People are not pretending. When, when God begins to move in people's houses, it changes their life. The move of God must not be reduced to a building called the church. <laughs> I hope you get what I'm trying to say. It filled the house. Not the temple, but the house. Because the house was, was designed to be the temple. He wants to live amen, in your bedroom. He wants to live in your kitchen. Amen. He wants to be where I live. the children are crying. Amen. He wants to be there amen, when you're wiping amen, the poop and cleaning the baby. He wants to be there when you're cooking. Hallelujah. Not just a place that you go, but a place that you live. He wants to inhabit your life, your space. He wants to inhabit amen, your dwelling. Now, it's difficult for people to hear these things and to accept it because they have built large temples. Temple is meant for amen, those who are called the Pharisee. Have you noticed that Jesus used their temple but he never built the temple himself? He filled, the spirit filled the house. He filled the place where there, there is argument. <laughs> It filled that house, amen, where uh, there's confusion. Yes, the house. You want to know people go to their house. You can't know them in the church, in a place. <laughs> you can't know them there. You go to their house. That's where you get to know real people. The Bible says, The Spirit of God from heaven came and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Where they were sitting, they were not even. They were not. There was no gymnastic. It's like these people amen, were waiting. They've been preparing. Where they were sitting, they saw what seemed the very first time their eyes were open. You know, I mean, most time we don't even look at this dimension. The Bible said they saw. They God opened their their natural eyes. They saw into spiritual things. The Bible says they saw. Have you noticed that? One of the things that happened on the day of Pentecost, amen, was a recalibration of sight. Sight was given to the people. They had, amen, everybody could see. This is not some strange, oh, is it there? Where, where? I feel it. I don't know. They saw it. They knew it. <laughs> Look at it. Verse 3. They saw what seemed to be like a tongue of fire that separates that was separated and came and rest on each. So I'm seeing the tongue, amen, falling upon the upon the spirit of Bartholome. You know, Bartholome is seeing the spirit falling upon, amen. Thomas, Thomas is seeing the one falling upon Peter. What, what, what an experience! What an experience, friends. Imagine the honor and the respect they had for each other. That no one is being spooky there. That no one is trying to pretend there. Everybody saw what, what was going on. You know, it's amazing when people say the spirit of God is moving. That what you hear most of them is a lie. People will tell you they've seen things that they've not seen. They will tell you they heard things that they've not heard. They will tell you what they are hearing in their imagination. Some, some people will create their own vision. And give a wrong word. And give a wrong prophetic word. In this point, at this point, there was nothing like that. Because everybody, amen, was giving sight. Everybody had understanding. Wisdom, amen, had built everyone. 
They all saw what seemed to be like the tongue of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Each one has his own grace. Each one has his own fire. So there is no one, amen, feeling guilty, feeling uh, insecure there. No, there was equilibrium in the upper room. I'm talking about a pattern for the move of God in this last day. Your tongue must direct you, amen, in the, in the grace. The tongue must regulate the spirit of God. That tongue represents, amen, the approval of the spirit of God in each life. Each one must know, amen, what the Lord is doing. Amen. And there must be equal amen, understanding as the Spirit of God bring collective amen, you know, a, a, a guidance and administration amen, to the people of God. That tongue amen, is a type of the economy of heaven. Everyone at that point knew that something had changed in their life. There was no one coming to, you know, to override the others. Coming to, you know, you, you know maybe just three guys that had the tongue. <laughs> and the others will have to come and say, please, can you pray for me a little bit? No. Everyone had the tongue. Everyone had the fire. There's no one trying to prove a point. And in the midst of that, listen to this. In the midst of the sheerness, amen, of the outpour, of the release of the spirit, there was still leadership. Everyone knew that Peter was a leader. They all knew that James was a leader. In the midst of a corporate infilling of the spirit. Yet there was leadership. There was clarity. There was understanding. Oh. Listen to this verse 4. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Not some of them. Not almost all. All of them were filled. At that point in time, there was an infilling of the spirit upon this 120 people, all of them. But they were not just filled. Guess what? They were given utterance. All of them were given utterance. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit. Listen to this keyword. As the Spirit enabled them, as the Spirit empowered them, you cannot speak beyond amen, the enablement, the empowerment of the Spirit of God. You cannot do beyond what you have been grace. As the Spirit enabled them, they spoke. You don't try to force, you don't try to impress somebody, someone else. As the Spirit enabled them, the Bible says, verse 5, now they were staying in Jerusalem. So the focus now is like the camera is panning amen, from the upper room now to the temple worshippers. Now they were staying in Jerusalem. Remember, Jerusalem is the epicenter. Jerusalem is the epicenter amen, of the things of God, of the move of God, and of course, of the contradictions of the move of God. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews. From every, from every nation under heaven. These people were religious people. They were God-fearing. They were God-fearing, but they were not amen, among amen, the selected, the appointed ones. The, 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 the anointed ones. Amen, the ones that will, you know, that will marshal, that will amen, go out and, and express the new realities of God. But they were God-fearing. And we have to be careful about that. Now, while we're speaking, we don't condemn those others because they, 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 they were not there in the upper room. Don't, don't condemn them. Grace chose us. 
And we have to bear that responsibility that grace called us. So if there are people out there who cannot, who cannot understand, who do not, that's why we're doing this program. That's why we're sharing our testimony, our testimony and sharing our material amen, free of charge so that amen, people can also hear these things. In the midst of this move, 21 years later in Acts chapter 18, 19, there are about 18, 19. The Bible says that Brother Paul met certain people who used to be part of the disciples of, of John. He asked them, have you guys received the Spirit since you believe? They said, Spirit, we've, we've not even heard of such a thing before. This was almost 21 years after the day of Pentecost. But guess what? The Spirit did not say, well, it's been too long that you guys are so far away, so you cannot receive. The Bible says, amen. They were baptized and they began to speak with other tongues. Friends, we are coming into a new day. But we have to understand the dynamism. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to have the right mindset. We cannot engage this day, amen, with a frivolous attitude. We cannot engage this moment, amen, with a prideful, amen, uh, you know, I know better than you. Because that's what we have seen. Even among those who say, amen, we are part of the apostolic, amen. That apostolic thing that we are part of has become obsolete. There's an upgrade of that spirit now. There's an upgrade, amen, to that, to that order. There's an upgrade, amen, to that anointing right now. The spirit of God says, now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jew, from every nation under heaven. What a dimension. God made sure, amen, that, amen, people from different parts of the world were, were going to be part of that which, amen, is about to happen, amen. Those, like I told you earlier on, the Spirit said to me, what was going on, amen, in Acts chapter 1 was a type, amen, of a, of a feast, was a type of the Jewish feast, right? Remember, there's a physical feast that was going on, but this was a type of a spiritual feast. These people are gathered unto God, amen. They have been separated in the feast. You get to be separated unto the Lord. God wanted to use them as a first fruit, amen, of the increase that was to come into his kingdom. Remember that after Peter preached, amen, in this Acts chapter 2, the Bible says 3,000 souls were added to the people, amen. The next time it was that they preached, 5,000 were, were added. And this is not one man's church. The Bible says now they were staying in Jerusalem, God fearing Jews um, from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, when they heard this sound, amen. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together, amen, in bewilderment because each one heard. That was a, that was a powerful sign. Each one heard them speaking in his own language, in his own dialect. You, you, they heard them speaking in their own dialect. This is what you call, amen, the, 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 the tongue of sign or, or signs of tongues. This is not just rabba shakaba. No, they heard, they could hear. There was clear interpretation. They knew what they were saying. Even though these guys did not know what they were saying, they were speaking. You see, because the Bible says tongue is a sign to them who do not believe. So the first time, the very first thing we see here, all right, after the Spirit of God fell on them, is that they began to speak in different tongues that they themselves did not understand. But those who were there in Jerusalem, the, the, the religious people, amen, the God-fearing religious people who came to sacrifice, for the first time they heard people speaking their language. 
What a sign. Imagine, imagine, imagine that kind of principle, if you will. In fact, that is not just a principle. That is a, a strategy for the harvest. And this is what God wants to do in our day. God wants to give us a language. Amen. That we're going to speak that the Babylonians will understand. And through that language, guess what? They will come to Christ. Because imagine you begin to speak a language that you don't know. But the people can hear what you're saying. And you are speaking things that, that is declaring the wonders of God. You talk about how to bring so. Because somebody is asking, how are we ever going to win these people to God? These hardened people, these hardened people, these, these people that don't even want to hear anything God. Well, when God baptizes you with a different tongue, when the Spirit of God falls upon you, and you begin to speak, amen, in the language of science, and you begin to speak in the language of physics, and you begin to speak, amen, in the language, amen, of, of the world amen. and they were like how did you know that when you begin to say things that they can relate to but they know that you don't understand what you're talking about then they know that there is a God somewhere you get the point that I'm making God wants to use us amen, as instruments of signs and wonder are we ready for what God amen? listen to this if we're not ready for this thing if we're not ready, if we're not paying the price, if we're not seeking God and say, God, touch my tongue, touch my mind, deliver me, O oh God, from the things I know. Bring me into the dimension or oh, amen of what I do not know. I want to be a sign and a wonder. I and the children, Isaiah said, I and the children, amen, that God has given to me, we are for signs and for wonders in Jerusalem, in Israel. The world needs to see a sign and a wonder. The world needs to witness a sign and a wonder. It's time. This is the feast of Pentecost. Completion, completeness. Grace is coming. The impartation of the Spirit of God is about to be released. Are you ready? Are you ready, friends? Because your readiness, your sense of readiness will define and determine how we're going to drink, how we're going to receive. He said, bring them to the waters. Watch how they drink. How they drink will tell you if indeed they are ready or not. Out of 32,000, if I'm not mistaken, only 300 were ready. <laughs> only 300 were ready. Out of 32,000 men, who we thought we were prepared for battle. Thought we were prepared. Hallelujah. To take the nations. You see you may think you are ready. Wait until challenges come. The Bible says when they got to the waters. They were thirsty. How they drank. Amen. In their day. In their season of thirst. How they responded in their day of need. How they connected. Amen. In their day of pain. Define and determine if indeed they were ready or not. You see, you're not ready if you had everything in control. We know you're ready amen, when everything around you is falling apart and yet you can keep, keep a cool head. We know you're ready amen, if everything around you is going crazy but you keep your mind stayed on the Lord. God said to Gideon, bring them to the waters. I will test them for you. Labahato <laughs> Sobreyada. Bring them to the waters, Gideon. Let me test them for you. I said, bring them to the water. I'm going to test them. 
I'm going to test their mind. I'm going to test all right, their, their competence. I'm going to test their skill. I'm going to test amen, their knowledge. They will test your knowledge of the things of God. They will test your sense of preparedness. They will test amen, your, your dimension amen, of, of, of longevity. They will test every aspect of your life. Bring them. They will test your patience. They will test amen, your self-control. They will test amen, your, 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 your connectivity to your brother. Amen. How you respond to your brother. Bring them to the waters. Let me test them. Let me test them for you. Friends, get ready. Heaven is doing a new thing. As I round up this afternoon, I want to challenge you. Are you ready? If they test you, would you pass the test? Because heaven is preparing us for something that is coming. This is Act chapter 2 that we are in right now. We're getting ready to be used amen, in chapter 3. But guess what? The Bible says they were seated. They were together in the upper room. They had all things in common. They were seated, waiting. They had done their, they had done their, their, their preparation. They were seated. They are not pissing around. They were not, they were not anxious. They were ready. They were ready. Are you ready? Cast away every anxiety. Set your heart on the Lord. Set your mind on the Lord. Ask him to prepare you. That song says, Lord, prepare me. A sanctuary a place for you prepare me Lord to be an instrument if a man will perch himself from these things he will be yes a vessel meat meat for the master's use Lord prepare me I want to be part of those that have been summoned to the feast remember the Lord amen you know I, I gave us an analogy of, of a rich man who, 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 who threw a feast and called his friends to come and they began to give all kinds of excuse they could not make it <laughs> and the Bible says one came, finally came, but with the wrong garment. He thought he could just come anyhow. They said, bundle, me, bundle, bundle him out. Throw him out. He said to his servant, go to the highways and byways. Go bring, go bring the people that feel unworthy. Bring them to my house. Friends, we will not be replaced in this season because we will prepare ourselves. Jotham prepared his way before the Lord. Therefore, he became mighty. It's time. It's time. Father, we receive grace. We receive, oh God, direction. As you continue to instruct us regarding this new day, Father, make us ready. We yield ourselves. We prepare ourselves. We want to be like Jotham, oh God, who prepared his way. Even though he was a king, yet he prepared his way. Help us, Father, to be ready. Help us. Give us understanding. Give us this understanding of the moment, oh God. Help us, oh God, to yield our heart, to yield ourselves, to yield our entire faculty. We cast off oh god every lie every sense of readiness that is not indeed ready we cast them out and we say father make us ready we hear your voice regarding your spirit is a day of the apostolic move we yield ourselves to your instruction we abide under the influence of your voice and heart may your kingdom come lord I pray, Father, for everyone that has joined us this afternoon in this live broadcast. I thank you, Lord, for the imprint of your spirit and grace, of your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, counsel, yes, might, power into their heart, into their soul and spirit. Now, Lord, these ones will not judge by the things that they hear, 
but lord with righteous judgment they will align themselves to your voice to your desire but oh god in them oh god a newness of your desire and counsel let there be an awakening oh god yes father to be a flame for you as the cloven tongue of fire fell upon them let it fall on us let the people be ready 120 ready oh god to take the nations for your glory we thank you father in jesus name amen and amen well if this word has touched your heart why don't you send me a message why don't you drop a, 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 an email or you know a whatsapp messenger or you know uh, uh, your telegram send us a message we want to know what god amen is doing in your life through this prophetic declaration god is building this church in this season we we want to continue to resource you right so let us know put a comment all right on on you know on, on on the on the videos amen let us know let us hear amen we want to be part of what god is doing in your life that's why we're bringing this word as the lord will continue to empower us and energize us we will continue to carry out amen our own responsibility continue to pray for us and continue to ask the lord amen to speak to your heart regarding how to be a blessing to this work so this word can continue to advance amen even to the ends of the earth God bless you. Thank you. I pray, amen, that the Spirit of God will continue to nourish you. The Spirit of God will continue to build you up, amen, and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. You are highly blessed. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, my dear sister Tina, uh, uh, my dear brother uh, Joanne Brown, everyone that has joined us this uh, afternoon. I know people are still at work. All right, but God. God bless you. Thank you for connecting with us. Hope to see you again. All right. Hopefully tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.